Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully a good week thus far for you guys. Um, it's been a long one, it feels like, right? I feel like the Buffalo game's been, you know, kind of weighing over our heads even during the Cowboy game, uh, at least for me. Uh, but we're going to recap some of the Cowboy game, uh, preview some of the Patriot game coming up. The Patriots 0-2 coming into MetLife Stadium. Rain expected, kind of heavy on Sunday, so hopefully that doesn't affect the game too much. Uh, hopefully it passes over, I should say. But uh, nevertheless, the game goes on. So the Jets playing the New England Patriots uh, haven't beaten the Patriots in 14 straight contests against them. So this is definitely, you know, another test, another opportunity to uh, kind of, you know, kill that drought and the drought, um, you know, the 14 game drought here. I don't think, I don't believe they've won since 2015. Right. Um, so pretty wild. I think Will Parkinson, shout out to him um, on Twitter. I think he found the stat, uh, Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner were 15 years old the last time the Jets beat the Patriots, right? So it's been that long, basically, right? It's been it's been long. So was I. I was also <laughs> I was also 15 years old. So it, it's um it's it's pretty wild. Um, hopefully, you know, they're at home. The Patriots are 0-2. I think this is a time to kind of cash them. Um, I don't want to say lacking, and I don't want to say, you know, without effort, because the Patriots team is always prepared under Bill Belichick, especially, you know, during his tenure uh, in New England, the Patriots always seem to come prepared. Uh, they don't really sleepwalk through any halves uh, or anything like that. You know, past Jet teams, you can notice that, you know, they might have not shown up for the first half, second half, defense, offense. Um, Patriots always seem kind of prepared, so you have to you have to expect their best uh, that their roster can give them. Um, but I think the Jets are, you know, they're they're in pretty good shape themselves in terms of health. Um, I believe everyone should play who was listed on the injury report today. I know Salah uh, kind of went through some of the guys, and it was kind of a busy list. But uh, Tony Adams' hamstring, I think that might be the only one who's kind of up in the air. Dwayne, Dwayne Brown, shoulder and hip, he'll play, I think. John Franklin Myers will play. Greg Zerline also kind of up in the air. Um, limited, Mekhi Becton, Michael Carter uh, the second with an elbow. Brees Hall and Quincy Williams will likely all play all those limited participants. So the Jets obviously in decent shape health-wise going into the Patriot game. Um, but before we get too much into the strategic uh, nitty-gritty, I want to go back and uh, recap some of the Cowboy game uh, and what we saw from Zach Wilson, um, what we kind of saw from the team in general. I thought it was kind of, you know, an effort where, you know, you go into Dallas, um, the Cowboys, obviously one of the best teams in the league. Uh, and I think that's evident after um, Sunday's, you know, game. I, I feel like the Cowboys are kind of, you know, pretty sound on all three cylinders, offense, defense, special teams. Um, Michael Parsons is just a freak. Uh, I don't know if there's really a way to stop him, even double teaming him. And I know the Jets kind of had him on an island on Dwayne Brown most of the night. Um, but. At the same time, I guess you could put Ruckert out there, you know, to, to help out uh, Ruckert, their best blocking tight end. Salah said today that he wants to get him more involved in the offense. Um, but, you know, it kind of seems like the Jets kind of put the car in neutral, um, especially kind of after halftime. They had a, you know, they were down, I think, 18-10 heading into halftime. And then after that, it kind of just spiraled out of control. They lost 30-10. Um, but... I don't know. It's it's really hard to judge too much from that game, in my opinion, um, because obviously 
Zach Wilson just didn't have the time to throw, I feel. Uh, it's it's really hard to blame him, and I think that's also evident from the press conferences of Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, um, who kind of directed blame towards the offensive line and more kind of, you know, not being able to get off the field on defense, obviously. But, you know, when the defense has played so many minutes together and, you know, they're used to being on the field for 40-plus minutes a night, you know, you kind of expect them to get off the field somewhat. But this Cowboys team is like, again, they're just different. And and I think, honestly, this is a case where you have to say, okay, this is probably, you know, the Super Bowl favorite in the NFC um, currently with the 49ers, right? Um, and they kind of just smacked us around, uh, you know, in the trenches. And I know that's Joe Douglas's mantra. You got to get strong in the trenches, Salas as well. Um, you definitely want to take um, action up front on the offensive and defensive lines. But I just think this one, man, was different. I, I don't know if you could blame it so much on – you know, um, being prepared or kind of going into this game sleepwalking because I didn't feel that from the Jets. I didn't feel like they weren't giving the effort. Like, Sauce Gardner dropped the pick. Um, wasn't an effort issue, right? He just dropped it. Now, you know, he, he ran in front of C.D. Lamb. Great play, and he just dropped it from Dak Prescott. Um, I didn't think, honestly, Dak was that overly impressive. I just think he had a lot of time in this one. I didn't feel like he was getting pressured that much. Obviously, the Cowboys have Zach Martin. Um, at right guard, he's amazing. I know he was matched up with Cuse for some of the day. Um, Chome Doga, I think, was at left guard, but he got hurt, former Jet, um, midway through that game. Um, the Cowboys O-line and D-line is just really good, right? They, they built the team how you want to build the team, through the trenches. Um, and, yeah, Parsons entering whatever year this is for him, three or four, um, is a menace. Uh, honestly, I, I think he's probably the best player in the NFL, um, especially through these first two weeks. Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to watch the Cowboys the rest of the season because I think they could really make some noise um, to head to that Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, it just seems like, I don't know, the Jets didn't have they, – they didn't – I don't want to even say they didn't have it. I just think they were outmatched, right? I think from a team perspective, I think the Cowboys have the better roster overall. I think I don't think that's a bad thing, right? I really don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I think that the Jets are in a position to win now with the roster they have. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers going down in week one didn't help, right? I feel like the Jets are, um, you know, kind of floating now for the first couple weeks. I feel like that Aaron Rodgers injury really kind of took them for, for, for a loop, obviously. And I think, it, you know, took the fans for a loop as well, obviously. Um, I do think as we get, you know, kind of, deeper into the season. I want to say this week, uh, hopefully if Zach Wilson can look competent against the Bill Belichick coach defense, um, they can kind of get right back into it to what they were aspired to be in the offseason, right? And that's a playoff contender. That's a Super Bowl contender. Um, and can Zach Wilson lead this team to the playoffs with their current roster? I think he could. I think, you know, the defense, offense, I think he has the weapons, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. I think those guys are more than capable um, of leading this offense, uh, you know, Tyler Conklin, Jeremy Ruckert, C.G. Uzama. Um, there are guys on this offense, and I think the offensive line definitely has to play up the standard um, for the Jets to compete as well. I feel like they've lacked uh, the first two weeks. I think they're actually rated the lowest in pass protection, um, which cannot continue. I mean, you have to... You have to win in the trenches to win the football game. Um, I believe in Joe Douglas's mantra there, so, I mean, you, you have to kind of um, attack that in every way possible, but 
As for the Cowboys game, there's honestly not much more to recap. Um, there's not many posts that went out on my Instagram. Um, in terms of that game, there's just not many positives. Um, Garrett Wilson's 68-yard touchdown is a big positive. Uh, Garrett Wilson can, he continues to be him. Uh, he continues to be that guy that we saw at the end of last year, uh, and the majority of last year, I should say, um, in kind of what he aspires to be this year, a number one wide receiver, one of the more decorated receivers in the NFL in terms of skill. Um, and you can only imagine what he would be doing right now with Aaron Rodgers. And I did want to add that I'm not sure if the Jets win that Cowboys game with Rodgers, right? With the current state of the offensive line. Obviously, Rodgers brings this kind of confidence and he brings, you know, a different style of quarterback play for, you know, who knows, gets the ball out quicker like Tom Brady. Um, you know, Tom Brady didn't have the best offensive lines in his career, but he got the ball out in another two seconds. When they do that, the offensive line kind of gets a break. Um, there's not as much, you know, blame passed around on the front five. Um, and that can definitely help, you know, the O-line's confidence, receiver's confidence, um, the, the offensive, con- you know, confidence as a whole, um, you know, during a football game. So I feel like Aaron Rodgers' presence would have been a little different, but I still think this Cowboys team is just really, really good. Uh, I know Aaron Rodgers, I think he might own the Cowboys, honestly. I think he, he's won a lot of games against the Cowboys, most notably that playoff game. Um, a couple years back, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's going to be interesting the rest of the way. I do want to preview some of the Patriots game before we head off here. Um, you know, Bill Belichick, obviously coming into town, uh, whoever's going to that game, make sure you send photos, pictures, anything. Um, I'll post on my Instagram story. Um, appreciate all the submissions last week. I posted a few. Um, yeah, you guys are the best. I feel like, you know. I asked and I received, right? And it's awesome. Um, but tickets I know have dropped under 100 bucks um, for that Patriots game. Again, it's going to rain, I think. So if you want to make it out, um, head out, be loud. Uh, I feel like the Jets need it. They need the confidence uh, at home. I feel like, you know, after going to AT&T Stadium, Cowboys home opener, it was tough. Um, that's another part of it. I feel like the crowd was just really obviously pro-Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys fan base is pretty remarkable. Um, how they travel, you know, how they... Um, you know, just seriously, seriously, just, you know, make noise, right? I feel like the Jets, I think the Jets surpassed them, though, in week one. I, I haven't seen a crowd like that at Life Stadium versus the Bills in quite some time. I, maybe ever, honestly. Maybe the old stadium in 2009, um, 2008. But I, I, yeah, not 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 since then has MetLife been that rocking. And if we can get JetLife that rocking on Sunday, um, that'd be great. Because Zach Wilson, that entire squad, can use the confidence. And I think we need the confidence as fans. Um Heading into this week three matchup and, you know, a chance to go two and one uh, early here in the season is big. I think it would kind of ease a lot of people's tensions if this team went two and one, um, you know, beating the Patriots as well. I mean, knock them down to zero and three would be huge. Um, you know, the Bills, obviously, we have a division win already to get two in three weeks would be monumental, I think. So um, Salah continues to talk about owning the division, um, winning games in division to make the playoffs. Uh and this is the second opportunity to do so, right? They 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 succeeded on the first opportunity, beating Buffalo in Week One. Um, and the second opportunity here comes against the Patriots and Mac Jones, who has looked eh, like so-so, right? Uh, throughout the early part of the season, uh, obviously Bill O'Brien calling plays over there now for them. Um, their old line has struggled a bit as well. It seems like their receiving core is probably towards the bottom of the league in terms of skill, um, in terms of effectiveness. I feel like Mac Jones, 
Um, is still kind of the same QB that he's been since his rookie year. He's mistake prone. You could definitely get him to throw, you know, a couple interceptions here and there. Um, but he's good at, you know, you know, providing stability in the system, right? He's good at throwing the shutdowns, you know, throwing receivers open. Um, I feel like he's good at anticipation. Uh, and Mac, you know, he, he's not he's not a terrible QB, right? He he's definitely he he comes with a skill, right? He comes with a skill, so you have to be prepared. Um, Zach Wilson as well. I feel like they're actually kind of similar in the um, unpredictable category. I feel like they could have really good games and really, really bad ones. Um, hoping for a really bad Mac Jones game, but we'll see. I know Zach Wilson has also struggled mightily against this Patriots defense, so just hoping for, um, you know, just different just different vibe. I need, I need him running out of that tunnel kind of energized and just different um, because I went to that 2021 game his rookie year, and that was ugly. I know he was a rookie, but, you know, we kind of saw the same last year from him as well um, in the picture game that he played in. I know he threw a TD to Conklin early, um, but it kind of got away from him in that nice ball to Garrett Wilson on the right side early in the first quarter as well. Um, talking about the home game from last year, I think it was week eight or something like that. Um, it was a good game, but obviously the Jets fell uh, to the Patriots again. Um, so, and the drought. This week uh, on Sunday, 1 o'clock, uh, a rare 1 o'clock game for the Jets this year, if you could believe it. Um, you know, a lot of prime time coming up, a lot of prime time. And it would a lot, it would have been a lot more fun, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers under center. But I don't think the Jets are going to get flexed out of box. It can, you know, especially if they continue winning games. Um, if they can beat the Patriots this week, um, it puts them in a good spot. I think they play week four. I don't know why it's leaving my brain right now. I think they play the Chiefs on Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken about that that's october 1st right yeah so after this week they play the chiefs 8 20 on sunday night that's gonna be interesting <laughs> um but let's focus on this week uh we will preview that next week um and yeah i will uh i'll stop it here looking forward to the sunday game um try to stay positive right it, it, it was tough on sunday last sunday um at 4 25 watching that cowboys game um at AT&T but this is a MetLife Stadium this is an art house jet life hopefully the fans can be loud um and yeah make Bill Belichick and crew go home packing so um hopefully we will see um an energized Jets team a rejuvenated Jets team in week three the energy will be there and we hope to see more W's on the uh on the horizon see you then